one conversation with me, I swear to God, by the end of the hour, I would have had him second guessing his $1.7 billion experiment. One, bro. As dumb as I look, I feel like I'm, I've, I've got sort of a semi-good finger on the pulse when it comes to social media platforms. Let's talk about David Dobrik's dispo. <laughs> My expenses may be higher than my income. Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Welcome back. Hit that subscribe button. Here we are for yet another fiery week. Yeah. Halloween, yeah. Halloween is this weekend, I think. Wow. I didn't even know we started. Well, that'll happen sometimes when you're looking at your phone not paying attention. <laughs> we're just talking about... Okay, I'm so sorry. Well, welcome back. So here we are. Monday. Yep. Monday's good to go. We had an interesting weekend. A lot of big stuff happening. Uh, what do we start with? I'm gonna, all right, let's do Halloween, You dude. said spooky season. Spooky yeah. se It's spooky season. Has returned. My girlfriend, Josie, is... She loves it. Really? I feel like most girls do. Oh, Girl, yeah. Like, right? Girls yeah. love Halloween in general. Are there any guys who are like overly ecstatic about Halloween or is that just like non a non-existent thing? I feel like probably the makeup world. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I feel like the James Charles of the world, like mm. those, those kind of mm. guys. Well, it just fits. It yeah. fits you so well. Like me, like every girl is going to look so like hot and have and have a costume that they've been planning for 365 days. And I'll get into what, what we planned out if that's cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, is, is that a question or an answer? I'm kind of just talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what a podcast is. Have you planned your your custom out with your girl yet? I yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nothing. Dude, I don't even like Halloween on a regular Halloween. Okay, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. This is what I'm you saying. You know what it is? I figured it out because we pretend to be so many things, like as actors, entertainers. We do this all year long. That like, it, in my mind, it's, it's taking one day out of the year to go to the store, put on a costume. I don't like this. This is annoying. Why do girls like it so much? I think it's because. Uh, they get to like dress up. Girls like to dress up when they're like younger. You know what I mean? Like, like we uh, played with action figures okay. and shit like that. Girls like to dress up, so this is their excuse of being like, fuck yeah, I get to dress up. <laughs> and they get to be a princess and lie to themselves and think that they're a princess. <laughs> and they're like, I'm like, yo, we go to the party. They're like, I'm a princess. Like, no, you're a slut. But it's okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm kidding. But, but you're also, Jeez, but you're I'm also, kidding. No, you're, but you're not. also right yeah. in a way too because I'm a slutty princess. The, 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 it's the one day of the year where all the good girls get to be sluts and it's okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's okay for you to come to the party with the assless chaps on. I'm a cowboy slut. I, I don't like, like it when they take like innocent things and make them like, you know what I mean? Like how would you feel if a squirtle came out and it was just like, slutty squirtle. they're squirting from here not from here well yeah. no slutty squirrel <laughs> sounds good but but the girl from frozen being slutty now that you've crossed the line no she like, was a slut from day one really? look wow. at her Are you, look at her bro she I don't wants know if you can it say that about a disney she princess. wants you can't let's cut that i, I, I don't we're just, I feel I like we're in all kinds of trouble at the beginning. Should we start over? Should we start over? Listen, if, if you want to be uh, sexually promiscuous at any time of the year, male or female, you go for it. We encourage it. That's what I'm saying. We encourage it. No, bro. It's a it's a fun it's a fun time to it. It's an exploratory night. Here's the thing, dude. Josie is so into it, and I'm so not. I couldn't tell you how not into it I am. I just want to be something like simple, creative, and I like going the opposite route. I like being ugly. I like being funny, right? So like, I'm pitching ideas to Josie. I was like, Yo, we could be like these these people, the pitchfork man and the and the lady. It's called American American Gothic. Yeah, that that is amazing. If you do that, like yo. That is amazing. It's fantastic. But yo, do you think for a second Josie was buying that? Do you think she's gonna dress up like that elderly woman with the middle part? No, I mean, Michael. I mean, 
it would it would show her depth. She 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 wouldn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what she wants to do on Halloween. I can't wait. Everybody's gonna see how depth I am. Yo, by the way, I'm depth. I'm depth. depth. I was gonna fix myself, but then you guys went through it. I was like, nah, run with it. Uh, just to clarify, I was joking in the beginning, but this is a serious uh reason why I think girls are excited. Just I had to clarify because there's people watching the podcast like, fuck George, I hate him now. Uh, this is why I think girls get excited. Are you ready for this? I think it's the time that they could be a little slutty and not be judged. What? Well, He's so going to say that's what we just said. Well, you're but. just talking about something we already talked about. I prefer to just keep going if that's cool. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Right, you right. can do that too. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, anyways, yeah, so so this this didn't pass the, the Josie test. We thought about maybe being SpongeBob and Patrick, but man, just like every other couple – we started talking about stuff, and we ended on a couple options. Um, Fred and Daphne from Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, uh, would have cool. been good, right? That's cool. And then uh, we landed on. Charizard. No, no, we can't. We can't do Pokemon because we, we just it'd be weird, dude. Like, it, at what point is, is it Too oversaturated? Much, yeah. yeah. Like, look, look, look in front of me. I got little like fucking Pokemon figurines. It's getting weird. <laughs> Zelda and Link. We're gonna be That's Zelda great. and yeah. Link, right? Um, yeah, real old school. Zelda and Link. You, you don't know Zelda and Link? No. Zelda and Link. It's a, it's a video game. Um, oh, oh, got you, got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Look at it, right here. Come on, come on, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't have red hair, but I have a red beard. And so, <laughs> and, and so we we landed on Zelda and Link. I was like, oh, this is gonna be fantastic. And then Josie starts like bringing up the costume that she's gonna get, and immediately it went right to slutty Zelda. Look it, she chose something like this. And I'm like, oh my god! Like, wow, it's so hot. But it looks like she only has one quest. It's a come quest. <laughs> <laughs> but but okay, so here she is. She's gonna look bomb, dude. She's gonna look so great. And me as Link, they just like I can't be slutty Link. I'm a guy, right? Like I I I can't. Like look at is this gonna be me? <laughs> like is this me? <laughs> like my girl is looking like a princess goddess, and I'm just. Some nerdy looking dude in, in scrubs? Yeah, but no, but you can guys can sexy up the costume too. How, Michael? Just, I have no tits. I no, don't no, 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 I barely ready, have an ass. Ready for this? Show the bulge. Good point. Oh. You, you you make that little uh drapery he's using as a top there, you do it into a cutoff and you show those pythons. Oh, the V neck? No, with that too. Yeah, you could deep V it, but you also show the pythons coming out the side. Man. Are, How do you are, say pythons like that? <laughs> pythons. Are dudes allowed to be douchey on Halloween? Or like cause girls can be slutty and it's fine. But if I like go extra douche, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, like, like cut his V extra date. No, I mean I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. They're gonna say that shit about you anyways. Like you're yeah, Logan yeah. Paul, bro. They're gonna somebody's gonna have something to fucking say. Yeah. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. True, true. Also, or they or they could be like Wow, this whole year he's been a douche, and this one day he can't be a douche for two minutes. <laughs> no, I want to be. I want to be this with a with a long hat, the long pointy hat, and a sword. Oh, so you guys are going with this? Yeah, we're rocking it. Oh, okay. She's getting her costume right now. It's Monday. She we had the conversation last night. I had to stop her, by the way. She's like, "Is there anything else we want to be? I need to keep looking. It needs to be perfect." <laughs> and I'm like, "Holy shit, uh, easy, Tiger!" Like, what? and she's already at the store right now getting her costume. She looks great. It's gonna be great. Where are you guys going with these costumes? Nowhere. That's all part of it. Oh yeah, nowhere. You, there's obviously nowhere to go. Mm. But that's cool though. You I take pictures. That. Me and my me and my girl are doing uh one of the you know we're copying off of one of the greatest uh, celebrity couples, one of the, the strongest ever, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. What are you gonna like? How does that work? Like, uh, well, just a great celebrity couple. They're still together, yeah. No, they're not. Oh, you. Is this how you're rolling into it? <laughs> no, what? I don't. Up. He's not rolling into it. I, I, are you, you serious? They broke up. 
I don't know how well, to. Well, anyway, so yeah, there's nowhere to go on Halloween. <laughs> that's for fucking sure. Mike, is this something you want to talk about? No, it's fine. It's fine. No, it's no. fine. I, I refuse to believe your girl has impressed you about this yet. Come on, dude. No, nah, because I think no she learned from last year. I didn't give a shit. I think I went into like a. Like on Melrose, and I. <laughs> every year it's the same shit. I put on a vest, and I go, I'm Aladdin. Every year. Oh, yeah. You Makes are, so you much are sense. good Aladdin. Yeah, I mean, just easy. I mean, to go, man, go cover pumpkin. Have some fun, huh? Yeah, I mean, no. All right, what else happened this week? I went to Kansas City. I went to Kansas City is where I watched the UFC fight. Uh, Khabib versus Justin Gaethje. Khabib I is the best fighter on the planet ever. So you think this 100%? I, I've, I've been saying it. He is the best fighter to ever grace the planet. Pound for pound, of course. But, uh, fighter or uh, to include boxing as well? Or, or I, I just, I just say fighter. Boxing is still very much Combat a sport. sport. I've always said that. You know, boxing is a, a sport of boxing. I'm talking about fighter, dude. So Fighter. Okay. The gladiator got shit. Got it, got it. He's the best. The, the way... And Justin Gaethje, the guy he beat in the second round via uh, triangle choke. That's with the legs, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. He put him in between his legs and his, his, choked him with his own arm. Right. Uh, is, is also one of the best fighters on the planet. And for Khabib to manhandle him like a ragdoll, like to manhandle one of the best combat sports athletes on the planet like a ragdoll, is so indicative of the level this, that this guy is operating at. It is ridiculous. He ended his career that night, 29-0, and announced his retirement because um, his father passed away. Uh, between his last fight and this fight, yep. and his father was obviously a huge mentor yeah. and uh, was he, with he him side by his side. Mom, yeah, yeah, I think so. That this would be his last fight. He does. He does, he no longer wants to fight without his dad by his side. Which that crushed me, bro. You, you should, the pictures on Instagram. It's there's it's Khabib with the belt, and his his dad is like the angel in heaven next to him. And it, it's uh, it's one of those ones where when a fighter announces that he's retiring, Khabib is serious. You know, a lot of people will say that, and they'll come back for their their money fight. Like McGregor. Yeah, McGregor's and, and, retired what twelve times now. Yeah, so it, it, it's <clears throat> it's the boy who cried wolf. Khabib seems he's one of those no bullshit guys. He's no. such a humble person behind the doors. You could tell by the way he's like going into fights, going out of fights. Yeah. Um. So you guys know a lot more about these fighters mm. than I did. He does. So when you just told me that the other guy was that I thought he was fighting like a no-name no. fighter. No, no, <laughs> you have no, no, no idea, no. bro. He's, a good, he's I, like the toughest dude yeah. in the UFC. So he had a great I first it, he had a great first round too it, coming it, out it, against Khabib, right? It, Didn't he he was he was uh he was stand stand up like he was yeah, he had striking, some, right? Some good punches. Right, well, right. But Khabib is as soon as Khabib gets you on the ground, if you're not against the fence and there's time, you you're done. You you are done so. Right, right. And that's what happened early in the second round. Um I I'm I'm stunned at how good of uh, of a fighter this guy is I literally just can't believe it And it, it sucks Because I want to see more And more and more of him But also You got to commend him For being able to Recognize uh, Regardless of what, what the reason was Recognize that he is at the peak And he's going to call it there If he never fights again There's a good chance He could be the best fighter The UFC has ever seen For the next hundred years You know what I'm saying? Like no yeah. Like Undefeated Indubitably the best fighter love that because word. of his dominance. Yeah. No no one even comes close, dude. He's an animal. I watch unequivocally, unequivocally yeah. the best. Yeah. I watch compilations of him. He'll be like fighting dudes, bro, elbowing him in the face. And he'll be like, you have to give up. I need to fight for the title. You think so, yeah? <laughs> bam! Bam! And I'm just like, oh my God. And in between rounds, bro, he'll go to his corner and he'll talk to Dana White. Be like, yo, Dana. I'm going to smash your boy. This was before the Conor McGregor fight. Talking about McGregor. He's like, I'm going to smash your boy. 
watch, I know who I am. Like he's just so connected to uh, whatever you want to call it, the divine, his family, his morals. Um, he fights from passion. a moral standpoint. He, well, he's really religious. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's Muslim. He's yeah, Muslim, yeah, yeah, and, so, yeah. and so and so. Um, it, Very it, envious of of people that have that kind of dedication to anything, whether it be the sport, whether it be the religion, or by the way, extremely envious of the people that have that level of dedication to multiple things. Yeah, to multiple things. Like he's so dedicated to all of these different pursuits. It's like anything he puts his mind to, it's, it's there. Yeah, like I like just lounging. It's <laughs> so fun. Well, no, that's also good. Come on. But I also I never give myself any credit for anything either. Like I do, I work. But I love lounging as well. You know that. I wanted to talk about this. this actually leads into a conversation. Oh, great. Extremes versus balance. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. I find, I'm an extremist. Everyone knows this. Yep. I, I go spend fucking $2 million on Pokemon cards. Uh, go become a boxer suddenly. Uh, go vegan for four months. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm zero or I'm 100. Yep. Non-smoking at all, pothead. Like, yep. zero, 100. And then there's a lot of people who live life balanced. I've never been able to do that. Can someone speak on what it's like I think, to live a balanced life? I think it's a. I think at the end of the day, it's a risk versus reward thing, mm. and it that extreme uh, pursuit and dedication to one thing can either be a, ma- a a maker or a breaker for people. For for people like you who are able to dedicate themselves completely to one thing and and just soar with it, that's one group of people. And then there's another group of people who who get so deep into playing video games or into drug use or mm. into or into positive pursuits into their work life that it burns them out and makes them unable to a- accomplish the other parts of life mm. because at the end of the day it's it's irresponsible to imagine that no matter how good you are at any one thing that that is a that that is a satisfactory uh, accomplishment for life as a whole. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I am the best Pokemon collector in the world. I have more cards than anybody else. I put 24 hours a day into it. That's great. But you haven't seen your mom in six months. Yeah. You, your girlfriend hates you. <laughs> you have spent all of your money flying around the country to buy, po- you know what I'm saying? Like, why did you just describe my life? Sorry. I was using that, you as an example, but also that's none of that's true. Your <laughs> Pam loves you. Your girlfriend loves you. Everything's fine. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of people out there who aren't able to balance one extreme pursuit mm. with all of the other intricacies of life. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it I, I think that for someone who has that extreme level of dedication to one thing, it also requires that person to be a skilled multitasker as well mm. and be able to handle all the other things that come along. You you are able to burn from the second you wake up in the morning until the second you go, out, you go to sleep at night and you set aside a couple hours to handle all of the other intricacies. Make the girlfriend happy. Yeah. FaceTime the dad. Check on the rest of the team. Yeah. Like, And so you have to be able to do that if you also want to per, per, pursue one thing as a whole yeah. is my thoughts on it. But. Balance for most people, for the majority of this world, balance is the way to go. You know, if you find yourself leaning too far into anything, whether it be good or bad, like you're probably going to get yourself in trouble. I've never been able to do it, dude. Yeah. I, I I just it's I don't know why it's just it's so hard for me. If if so, if you're you find yourself living a balanced life and you're just complacent is the word I'll use with where you are. It's because you've been able to do like a nice uh, balance of the scale. Good for you. Good for you. Because it's 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 really hard for some people. And I've been able to, uh, for the most part, direct my energy in being an extremist towards good. Sometimes, sometimes not though. Yep, I mean, yep. we've seen me also like completely burn out, collapse, and fail because of it. What are you missing? What are you missing uh, now from your in your inadequacies on the balance side? What what's missing right now? 
see coming from the POV of an extremist, I'd say nothing. Like I don't chill often, you know, like yeah, if yeah. I, if I do chill, I'm now <laughs> playing um, an absurd Boy. amount of Game Boy Color, yep. of Pokemon uh, Green. And that's fine. And that's Is fine. it, though? Yeah. Because I've logged Absolutely. 20 hours in the past week, dude. People will tell you it's not. If you're, the, if you're a person like me who may succumb to something like that and, and suffer a little bit more from it, I have anxiety. If I spend a little bit too much screen time, I'll notice my anxiety go up a little bit. Mm. If you're not that kind of person, all it, at the end of the day, different strokes for different folks once again. Yeah. It all comes down to who you are as yeah. a person. Like you can do that and it doesn't seem to affect you, but I'm, there may be some things that aren't on your plate that you are missing. I know you just stopped smoking yeah. weed, weed, Georgie. Uh, I met a, I met a, an older man. Uh, oh, congrats. Hey, you guys been talking long or <laughs> about a week now. I'm actually quite excited about it. Uh, have you guys ever met somebody that you just kind of like you're around them and you're like, man, I'm like super not excited, but just inspired. You yeah. just see what he's done in his life and you're just like, all right, I want to listen to what this guy says. Yep. And uh, he came from a biblical standpoint, so that's how he like kind of grasped my attention a lot. But the one thing he brought up to me is like, why are you smoking weed? What are you running away from? And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, well, I'm not running away from anything. He goes, yeah, you are. What? You don't smoke weed every single night unless you're running away from something. And then I sat there and I go, I'm, I'm running away from my own thoughts. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say yourself. Absolutely. And so this whole fucking week and a half I've just been learning so much about myself and what I need to change and so he kind of like broke me down and we I started venting and I realized it's like I need rest I'm like going seven days a week so hard and he goes why don't you take a day off and I looked at him I started laughing I go it's so fucking easy for you to say that you're a billionaire I kind of wanted to say respectfully suck my dick bro you have so much money you don't ever have to work and I was like I want to get to that level and so like I kind of don't respect you when you say that to me. And he laughed at me. He goes, you don't think I took a day off? He's like, it's for your mental state, bro. And he, he described it as like NASCAR. You know how they're driving around? They need that pit stop break. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, how long do you think they could go for without that? And he goes, what you're doing is you're, you're short wiring the circuit. He goes, you're not giving yourself one day to just fucking rest. And he's like, and then at night you're just smoking and then starting your next day shitty because you're groggy. Smoking is work. No, no matter what anyone says, it's work because so like because too. yeah, because, exactly because there's there's a consequence for most people. Again, some people have the blessing of being okay 100 percent of the time, but it's work to me, dude. Like I, I was working to push myself to relax, and then the next day I wake up and like you said, groggy, slow, tired. But I didn't know because like you and and both of you guys know. <laughs> I think we're all three in this type of manner, but like we're. When you put, I don't, not one foot and one foot out. I've never been that guy. So if I'm going in for it, I do it all the way. Yeah. I'm smoking every single day. And I've, this is the worst thing that I've done to myself. And you've guys seen me do this and you've called me out on my bullshit. I lie to myself so I can make it okay. Cause all I do in my life is if it's good in my heart, then I could do it. So when I lied to myself saying this bullshit, like, Oh God made this for me. <laughs> and convinced my parents. Is that actually what you tell yourself? Yeah, I was like, yo, God made this plant. It's I mean, it's me. not necessarily wrong. It's a natural substance. Yeah, but bro, thank God, like, I'm not sick. The fuck's wrong with me? Right, for right, you right. say that. Like, that's kind of ignorant. For so me you to just. You justify. I justify everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's a terrible thing to have. And so when I, like, sat down and I'm looking at myself from, like, a third party type of thing, I'm like, this kid's a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> for him to say, like, he need No, you don't. Go to bed. Stop <laughs> eating sugar at night. Maybe you could sleep. It's good that you have that awareness. I was but gonna the, say that's yeah, that's impressive for dude. sure. Really impressive. But the but the billionaire guy, 
is 100% right. Every, everybody, it, you need, you just, burnout is a real thing. We've been talking about this since episode one of the show. And I, and I want to, and I want to mention this really quick. You know, I think today is a good, or right now is a good point for it. Today is me and Logan's four year anniversary from the first day we met. <laughs> Travis Pastrana's house, Davidsonville, uh, Maryland. Day. Yeah. Crazy day. Logan, uh, myself, uh, Roman Atwood at Travis Pastrana's house on this on this brand activation for Love Sack, and uh, so weird how that encounter you know with with someone that chance encounter can just change your life. You know what I'm saying? It's it's so like and, and you bring up this guy that you met that you know had things to say to you and you told you told me about this guy the other day. It's yeah. just so wild how it could alter the rest of your your days on this planet. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it, 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 you know, I saw the pictures of it today. I'll send you a picture over if you're, if you're looking for something. I, uh, I, you know, you guys know this more than I do. Um, when you meet somebody at a caliber that he's at, you, you never, the one rule is you never ask them for their number. Who? Ne like okay. somebody that you're in the presence of and you're just kind of like, you just met them and they're, they're just kind of killing it. And for you to like, yo, let me get your number. It's kind of like, it's unprofessional one. It's like you, you, you maybe ask for an email or like something. And I told him, I was like, I just feel like I could learn a lot from you. And I feel like in this moment in my life, I need somebody to kind of guide me in a, in a, in a serious manner. Yeah. They, they won't bullshit me. And so we've been texting and I think I'm going to drive. He lives in San Diego, bro. I have to drive all the way up there, but I feel like it's good to finally meet somebody that's like, they, he doesn't give a fuck about my feelings. He's, he doesn't care. He's going to tell me what it is. And what you're describing is a mentor. I think I found my first, uh, or like not my first, Yo. but like a mentor in this type of good for you. Those are huge, huge, huge. I've had a, I've had a couple throughout my life, um, thank God, but it's so <clears throat> it's such a good technique to find someone who's been there, done that, and can speak from real, real experience. He was one of them. He still is. Uh, Jerome Jar. Y'all remember Jerome Jar? Oh, my Jarre? God, yes. He, yeah. was a, he was a mentor for a little bit. Oh, look, is this the picture, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, Mike, Roman Atwood. T Pastrana. Love sex. Hanging out in love sex. Look, look at that 2016 Logan Paul right there. No beard. Bro, if, if if me and Josie do Zelda and Link for Halloween, I'm gonna have to do no uh, no beard. No, 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 no. I can't, I can't, I, right? I can't. Yeah, I'll, I'll go, I'll go do a little. Uh, I'll leave a little scruff. Yeah, but. a little. But yeah, the Johnny Bravo look going for you. Yeah. And, and that was kind of kind of nearing the end of Atwood's, uh, you know, daily person. I mean, he probably went on for a little while after yeah. that. But she, you know, Britt messaged me today, and that's how I found out about that. What'd she say? She messaged me and she said, happy four-year uh, friend anniversary." Wow. And said, today's the day you met Logan Paul. And I said, great, good to hear you. <laughs> and I messaged Roman. I said, yeah, I met you four years ago. Today. I love those guys. So many people said, why didn't you ever air that episode you shot with Roman Atwood? I said, we never filmed one. We want to, though. <laughs> that we do. But yeah, crazy four years. Lot, so much learned, so much growth. And uh, it's so funny lately because all these uh, Logan Paul breakdown videos have been coming out over the past week. All these people that want to take a shot at <laughs> deciphering the man that is Logan Paul. You know what I'm talking about, right? Hayden sent us something, yeah, right? Yeah. And there's been a couple of them that I've seen. It's just so funny to, to see these people who think they can, um, create this, uh, this like interpretation that is, they, they treat it like it's scientific. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Based on the content. Now, now listen, Every one Yo, of them. Yo, if you could figure me out, please. Like, please send me the blueprints because I don't send me the bill. Send me the bill. We'd be, we'd love it. <laughs> but, but all of them, the storyline remains the same across the board. Pod, the podcast changed everything. 
and even with the one that Hayden sent us, what's the, what's the kid's name? Or do you not even want to say? I, I, I don't remember. I, is it Denzel? I have no fucking idea. It's, I think it's... I, I, I swear, I'm not even just saying I know, this. I, know, like cloud, I, I have no idea. Regardless. But, but he gets... I will say this. He gets good viewership. He looks like he has a very dedicated fan base. And from what I've seen, like the trailer for this video, he did like a... I don't even know what it was. It was like an expose. Yeah. It was a shame. I think it was a shame. It was the carrying on of the Shane Dawson torch of a deeper look inside someone's person. And I, I watched, you know, I watched 15 minutes of I skimmed through and it, it actually he was he wasn't was it, mean, was it good? but it's just it's listen, it's annoying to watch a smaller creator act like. I had to suffer through 50 hours of Logan Paul content. Bitch, you made the video. We didn't fucking ask you to make it. You made it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, thanks for suffering through the content. And I should, I'm not even, I'm not even being mean because he was nice to me on the video. And he was like the, the more. No, like, but no, like, but, but, no, but he's right. He, he's right. He, he did. Bro, I can't go through 30 seconds of a 2017 sure. LP Like he, true. he definitely suffered, yeah. but it's also like, damn, me. yo, I, uh, I walked into this spike pit and now I'm bleeding. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? It's not, it's going to, it puts pointy in there. But, but he also, <laughs> but he also, you know, he, he, he hit the nail on the head and I listen, no one else, no one's trying to argue that 2016, 2017, 2018, any of us were where we you know, either should have been or where we were going to be now. And he, he defined that in the videos. I thought it was a really good, really well-produced video, but I don't, um, I don't think, I don't think the internet and maybe the public attributes, uh, growth enough to just age and experience that's just so much, dude. It's a shame. It's a shame. These, these young creators, uh, have to be perfect as a 19, 20, 21 year old. On social media, like, do you know how hard that is? And some are doing a very good job. Like Addison, I noticed she's doing a fantastic job. Like, just getting involved, using your voice for for good, spreading positivity. And there's there's a lot of young TikTok stars who are doing it. But like, when I was on the come up, maybe like the second wave of internet stars, it was interesting how, as soon as you gained the following or, or had a little bit of clout. It's like you automatically became a role model, even though that's not what you signed up for. Yeah. And as a 21, 22 year old, it's like, oh, you're you're a role model now. Kids look up to you. Like, like, fuck, fuck off. Like, I don't I don't understand like what that means. I don't I don't care. And now as an adult, you you grow up and now we have a long form podcast and we get to speak on interesting topics at length. And I started to come into my own as an adult and realize what what this weight of uh, millions of people watching my content what this way of having an audience is especially um, depending on the platform you watch me on a young audience means and how you can use that influence for good yeah. that that BLM speech I had was the first time I was like crazy I was like wait out of everything I've ever done this is the only time I've ever felt significant and uh, an actual blip on the radar of good on this social media platform he brought that he brought that up in, in oh, the episode oh, oh. so he he uh he played the clip of me talking about, do you remember that when I went crazy that day on the George Floyd stuff? Yeah. When I yeah, first yeah, started yeah, flipping yeah, out yeah. about it. He played that clip and he played your clip on America's racist. And honestly, like I'm, I'm like you in that respect too. the days when I feel most accomplished or most satisfied by this job or career or whatever you want to call it, or, or, you know, this dream that we get to live in are the days when I feel myself making an actual impact. Mm. The days when someone sends me a video and says, yo, like you talked about, 
uh, keeping going through tough times that made me not want to hurt myself today or not want to use heroin or not want to do this or not want to do that. And you too taking an actual stand on something. There's a lot of people out there that are really, really scared in this environment to take a stand on, on certain uh, uh, topics. And we haven't been on this show and that's admirable to a lot of people. There's a transparency and an authenticity about this show. We're not scared to, to, to say how we feel about stuff. Well, because again, as you start to come into your own, I'm 25 now. My beliefs are solidifying. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm starting to understand who I am. At 21, I had no fucking idea. I thought I did. I had no idea. 22, I had no idea. 23, I'm like, okay. I think I, I, I even uh, I was texting Team Maverick LP, the fan page. She's the best. Oh, she's awesome. And she sent me some tweets from tw 20, uh, 2018. I was like, yo, I'm. I said like, yo, I'm evolving. I can feel it. Like this will be the year that I solidify who I am. And I was, I was right. Like, I just have always been a bit of a late bloomer. And I started to really be comfortable and uh, start to love who I was becoming at 23, 24, 25, you know, and, yeah. and, and a lot, like I said, a lot of people just don't like, oh my God, what happened? I just, I grew up, well, you like nailed, I became an adult. You nailed the, the, the nail on the hammer, the nail on the head with the, the thoughts about growth and, and uh, experience and age. Yeah. And, and so like one follows the other, right? As you get older in this cold world we live in, generally you experience things and yeah. generally you grow as a result of those traumas. And I think, you know, at that age, you, you haven't really been through for most people. You really haven't been through that much. All, I also think though that there's creators that are good at bad at being perfect. And then there's some creators who are just assholes. They come on the scene, they, they break stuff just to break it. They're not learning. They're not. And yeah, those, sure, and those are sure. the people that are just like, for sure. They're not, they don't want to be helped. I think it'll be, uh, Let's, we talk about it all the time lifespan like what you can you can see the significance of a creator based on their lifespan how yeah. long how long have they been around how long will they have been around with real influence and, yeah, too, yeah, not yeah. just around because there's a lot of influencers that stay around but how much do they continue to influence yeah we'll see we'll see how this speaking one plays of, out speaking of major influence uh the hundred thieves team bought the la spot in the uh in the call of duty league today they are now the, the los angeles thieves they bought it from Optic Gaming. It's a big deal. I don't know what the I don't know what the sale price is. I got to look at it. But what does that mean for someone who's so, so okay? So call, so Call of Duty League is a competitive league uh, built around the the playing of Call of Duty, and in the past you know couple of years they started to uh, what put cities on the map that they that could then be uh, teams could then license those cities almost like the NBA. Almost like or like soccer, it's really happening. Wow. Like Phase is the Atlanta Phase. That's the name of their team. Like they have mm -hmm. a fucking team, bro, with a city on their back. It's weird. It's like why wouldn't you want Hundred Thieves, your brand, as a Hundred Thieves? Like the Dallas Mavericks are the Dallas Mavericks, even though it's called Dallas Basketball. Right. So no, no, no I get it. So it's but but it's cool. But also more than anything, it's just indicative of this. This industry is. This is the real deal. Like, like honestly, guys. I think it's crazy that growing up you would watch basketball, right? Yep. And then when you go to the park, they're not monetizing on you playing basketball. And now people want to be on the on the on the game. So you're gonna go buy that game. You're gonna invest in that game. Question: Is the esports industry slightly limited by their audience? Is it safe to say that the majority of people who are watching esports and go to the tournaments, the majority are men, male? No. 
for the, but, that, well, but, this, is, this is what I'm asking. Because like, when you show up to a football game, what is it? Like no, maybe 60 40, 50 50? You'd be surprised. Maybe in the stands, there's more in football, but actually, the female buys more merchandise for football. Oh, yeah, but I believe let's I, not I believe Let's that. not do that. If we're going to if we're gonna bring him on, give him, let's give him a mic. Okay. If there's one down there. Because well, you're, just, he's you're been, just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to the regular levels on the mic. Uh, he's been itching to get in. I know, I know. I itch it. Why let's are you get, doing let's that? Try to get, some questions. Let's try to get him a mic. But there's but, a mic over here if you want to get in. But the industry, um, <clears throat> yes, yes, I think so. The one, the one, the first thing that I've noticed, because as you know, I'm moving in. I'm moving in. Like a PC just about done. Twitch channel running. I've been supporting Evan Stream over the past couple, over the past week, and within the next week, I'll launch my channel, and and I'm excited for. It, and I plan to play with all the big dogs. I plan to play with subscribers on the weekend. So that's happening. Um, where you're right, I think. The the audience is smaller, but I think they're rabid. Uh, I think they're uh, fucking rab rabid. Rabid as fuck. I'm not not even it's smaller. Not even smaller. Not no no not no no not smaller. I'm saying like limited by demographic. Like limited by demo. Let's yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Like can we get to a, to a point where like uh, women are ecstatic to watch Ninja play Fortnite? Will will we get to maybe maybe they're super excited to watch Pokemon or super excited to watch uh, sure, Valkyrie? Sure sure sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not saying there there aren't uh, females who don't exist who like video games right, and, right. and like. I think that is fucking awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, every dude loves a girl who's like, yeah, if you want to play Call of Duty, that's the best thing on the planet. I just, I, I'm, I'm talking strictly, uh, strictly statistics. What do you think that is, is it 80, 20? Is it, is it 90, 10? And do you ever think it'll shift to, to 50, 50, 60, 40? Question. Does the, the football and basketball? Cause when I'm, yeah, well, hold on. When you think about like a Thanksgiving meetup, Girls are usually like just hanging out with themselves, and the guys are watching no, the sport. No, no, maybe where you're from, dude. But I, you go to Middle America, you go to really, yeah, bro. I was in uh, growing up. No, I've n I, like okay, hold on, make sure I'm saying this right. It was very rare for a girl to be like, "Yo, I can't wait to watch the game." Very rare for where I'm from. Mm. There's like it's nah, almost it's a lot. A lot of my a lot of my family or fam women in my family they cared. They they they, they love sports. They yeah, hell yeah. Also, dude, I, my I mom goes care. to the Brown games. They go to the baseball games, uh, basketball games. Yeah, they they love it. I, I I just think video games skew wow. more male. I now. got some data here. All right, all right, show me. Uh, first of all, gaming industry to reach 180 billion dollars in revenue by 2021, which is fucking that's insane. Um, 2.5 billion video gamers around the world. Average video gamer, 34 years old. There we go, Hello. Mike. <laughs> Ready for this? 45% of U.S. gamers are mm -mm. women. I'm not talking about the gamers. Uh, okay, okay, sorry. So so I, I found the gaming stats. I will look for the viewer stats, but something tells me that the the uh, the willingness of, of the 45% of women to play games then also calculate at least directionally tour, towards their desire to watch people play as well. Also, that grow. could be Now, that could be a, uh, a poor, a poor assessment or assumption. But my assumption is that there's, there's at least some alignment right? there, yeah. Interesting. I'd, I'd love to see how this one plays out. How is this possible? Seventy percent of parents believe video games have a positive influence on their children's they lives. They do. They do. They do, but, bro. But they can. They totally how can. Times have changed. Yeah, true. True. Bro, me and Jeff come up during the days of early Mortal Kombat, and then GTA thereafter. GTA One, Two. My mom would be like. Well, that's GTA, bro. Is that why you're killing random people? <laughs> yeah, G GTA is tricky. GTA is terrible. Huh? You and George? What? Duck hunt? Oh, did we game. duck hunt the duck game? Have you ever the you game? talk about where you go to the arcade and <gasps> actually. We well, no, you have it at the house on, on Nintendo. Did you ever play no. Buffalo thing where you like you shoot a buffalo as it's like going that's, across the screen? That's a uh, that's like Deer Hunter. That's years later. It, duck hunt. 
is the is the <laughs> epicenter of the beginning of all of it. That mic is not on. Well, whatever. We still. Hear well, it. well, I don't want to be. Not, all right. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> it was fun while we had you, buddy. It was. It was good. It was good. Is that is that in the way of that camera at all? Okay. Um, wow, fantastic. sorry, after all that assumptions, I'll just go fuck myself because Twitch's user base is 81% male. I said 80-20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, eight, and 55% 18 to 34. But but we talk about, you're, you're absolutely right, limited, yes. But when you think about Rabbit. brand dollars and, the, and how excited brands are about spending money on niche and very specific demo sets, when brands found out that my audience was 93.7, They've been all the male fucking brands have been hungry as hell. It's strong, yo. It's that's so why, easy. yo. That's why when I see some of these massive female influencers, like the pretty ones, the ones with the butts, the ones with the boobs, <laughs> yeah, promoting uh, dresses, like swimwear, dresses. Or dr I'm like, this. What are you doing? This makes oh. no sense. Bro. You need to be promoting a uh, manscape. Manscaped. 1,000. Manscaping. Manscaped. Mans Manscaped. Or DSC or whatever. It some, is. some blue chew. Blue. Blue, yes. Honestly, anything yes. that's geared toward toward male. I've not seen a female creator. I'm sure there is, but promoting that company and that would make a ton of sense. But I it, had this combo with Josie. I was like, "Yo, we we got to come up with something." Because uh, her, her her audience was primarily female, but uh, I skewed it a, a little bit more male. More now. male. Yeah. I, so I there was a uh, I'm not gonna mention her name out of respect for her, but she's she sat down and she's like, "I'm spending all this hours and time on uh, a bikini wear," and I was like, "This isn't gonna go anywhere." I was like, your your audience is not gonna bad. buy it. I feel bad. I feel I I really feel bad for the uh, the famous Insta girls who are promoting female based product. I don't know who told you that was a good idea. That it's it's ridiculous. Like as 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 much as you think you can defy the odds, and I know you'll back me up on this one. Data. Yeah. Data. Yeah. Data. I was, data. It's funny. It's the only thing to look at when you're figuring out what to sell, when to sell, why to sell, how to sell. I was about to bring up outliers, and why would I do that? Because they're outliers. It's so stupid. But you know how often I go through this exercise. How many brands I talk to, and they're like, "Yo, can you get this girl to pr promote my new swim line?" I'm like, "Can I ask you? Like, can I ask you a question? Why the fuck do you want to do that?" She has a 98.2 male skewing audience. The right. The, do you think yeah. any of them are buying bathing suits now? Now. There have been some smart brands who have created campaigns marketed towards men that want to buy their girlfriend lingerie mm, or swimsuits. Mm, mm. Yo. Problem. It, They're single men looking at hot girls. Why would well, they be buying? Many of them. You know, you know. there's a the majority of men in committed relationships are... Are still following girls like that? No, you got them muted, though. Yeah, they're no, muted. What the <laughs> big old, big old... I'm not trying to piss everyone off, but I, I also don't need to see your shit, or do I want to? Mute. I went on a mute spree. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's muted. Did you post mute sand me? story? No, yes, I didn't, I didn't yes, mute he you. Did. He did. Damn it! <laughs> mute. Everyone, the mute button is underused. Super you, underused. Honestly, keeps your scrolling time down too. I don't care what you're saying. Nah, Unfollowing people see, get offended. That's why you, I don't want to piss anyone yeah, off. They yeah. get offended, but I'll bro. mute the fuck out of you. You wouldn't believe how many people got offended. Remember when I did that thing for a week where I was like, I'm only following Jesus. It was like a, it's like a little fun thing, yeah. bro. You wouldn't believe. Oh, I tried to punch you, bro. I, I got text. You. Yo, are we good? <laughs> what, <laughs> motherfucker? It's Instagram. 
It's IG. I didn't even know you posted it on IG. I, I mean, bro, you unfollow me on Instagram. You come here with that curl and hanging down off your just like, the one. It's an upside down you. question mark. You look at the camera, look my the friend. Camera. Upside you. down question mark. I'm gonna ask you a question about your question mark's hair, bro. <laughs> and I'm not gonna have the answer. You can tell it on my face. <laughs> you want to know what I did? I put a rule in place. If I've and I haven't followed it lately. If I have not seen you, talked to you, heard from you, texted you. In real life, in the past six months, it's open season for me to delete it off Instagram. <laughs> dead up, dead yeah. up. And I, and I, and when they ask me, when they come up to me at a party, I said, "Yo, uh, because some of the people you know that you follow are hometown kids. They got eighteen hundred people following them, and they'll notice when you're asked sure. fucking unfollowed." Sure. So. Yeah. And they come up to me, and I go, "I haven't seen you since 2015. You are married. You have four, eight kids now." I don't know anything about your. Why the fuck do I, I want to see? Anything about you, but why? that you're married and four kids and you changed your last name. <laughs> yeah, well, how are you gonna know if you unfollow me? But was, yeah, exactly. But I'm saying, like, why do I care that you made that specific batch of pumpkin cupcakes for your kids' PTA meeting? It's unfortunate. Why, why the fuck do you, I care? You don't. About you that? don't care. You don't. Why? Why would you? I, why would you have? You have your own pu cum, pumpkin cupcakes. Yes. Cum, yeah. Pumpkin cupcakes. My, my rule of thumb. <laughs> my rule of thumb is if. Uh, <laughs> Filled with white creamy fucking. Dude, you guys are filling. gross, but I love it. Cumpkin. This is why I love you guys. Cumpkin pumpkins. Uh, my my rule of thumb is if your if your uh, content doesn't give me any value, value, like that's a boner, I do. you're out. Not yeah. even mute, you're out. Like if I don't get an erection, yeah, or if I don't get. No, no, there's a, there's a way to get an erection no matter what you see. You know that, right? Yeah. Uh, now to our sponsor, Blue Chew with. <laughs> No, 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 no. I, I, that was dude. Normally, you shoot in the dark. Normally, when I give him brand layups because I do all the time, I know that was a that was a hail mary. Like we're we a hail just, mary sometimes, fifty percent of the time. Dude. So we, we all just look to the side. Do you have one today? No, nope. no. At this point, today? if you get any brand deal contract with this, you're most likely gonna get an accident one, like just out in the air. But yeah, no. It, it, a lot of people don't realize that what you're looking at is going to affect you, even if it's like a quick second. Like, don't let shit affect you. If it's dumb, get rid of it. A lot of people are too scared of hurting people's feelings, and I was like that too. A lot of people are like so scared of hurting that individual's feelings that they don't give a fuck about their own feelings. And I'm like, dude, why? We talked just, about just this mute, thing. just mute. I'm telling you, it's just you don't hurt anyone's feet. I'm telling you, it's the most. Utilitarian feature on uh, Instagram. Just but we, mute. but George's point right there was something that you and I talked about this morning as well in a different context that we don't need to get into. But this idea that uh, <laughs> this idea that you will uh, sacrifice your own mental health, your own well-being to as to not uh, upset or hurt someone else. I told you, my friend, there's a limit on it. Yeah. There's a limit on I, it, and you gotta know when to call it. Yeah, you, I do you're, it so. I hyper empathetic. Do it so much. You're a hyper empath. Yeah. Although it might not seem like it, if he hurts someone's feelings, it destroys him. It eats him alive. Like everyone has that thing that tears them fucking cell by cell apart. And it's for him. It's when he hurts someone's feelings. I mean, I and sat with, the, I, we, I know we said we would touch on it one time and never touch it again. I sat with Mac for a fucking hour after that whole thing went down. And I felt terrible about it. Even after having the conversation with him about, you know, getting carried away or whatever i felt terrible like yeah. that kind of shit just fucking eats me i'll sit in my room for the whole day people be like oh what's going on and i'm just like nah nothing i'm good but i told you to shut up do you remember this yeah the comments kept saying that he was being mean to me and he texted me like eight times talked <laughs> about i'm like mike you never did it shut up <laughs> like stop i don't know what it is about why I but you have like to that. you you give you give a lot of your energy away which is awesome it's an awesome character trait yeah. 
except I'm telling you, you have to know when to call it for your sake. Sometimes for the other person's sake, sometimes for both. It's a, it's a blessing and a curse. It's one of those big time. You got to know when to have balance with that for sure. Yeah, it's a great message. I'm, I'm saying this is a great message for pe some people in the audience right now. No. Like there's someone in the, a lot of people in the audience right now who are doing something in their lives sheerly because they don't want to upset someone else. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sheerly because they want mm. to not upset someone, not make someone sad, not to not want to see someone cry. And honestly, it's, it's just really tough because when you start to uh, noticeably feel the effect that is that that is then having on you as a person, and, you, and it's, it, it, it really is energy is palpable. You start to feel a drain on your life force. You know, when you give that energy away to someone else to try to save them or cheer them up or mm. not upset that person. And so to your point, I mean, at some point you just have to, uh, you have to take control and be selfish. Don't, don't 100%. be afraid. Don't be afraid to be selfish at times. Don't be afraid to do what is right for you because you cannot do what is right for others until you take care of yourself. First. Uh, bro, so a, lot, so a lot of, a lot of really su successful people will tell you that yeah. jo Joe Coy said it when he came on. Absolutely. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm been a selfish phase of my life at this point. Like I just, yep. I, yeah, I like doing what I like to do. I like mm -hmm. uh, worrying about myself and doing, achieving my shit. Uh, would you guys say this year uh, was probably the most uh, hardworking year I've ever had? Like, yeah, I, yeah, for sure. All because of one thing: I cut certain people out of my life. I swear on everything. Is that why you haven't been coming by so much? I don't like you, <laughs> <laughs> I, dude. It, it was the hardest thing to do because, like, empathy is something that I deal with. Like, I, I don't want. I always think of the weirdest things. I'm like, okay, I don't want my children to go through that. So I'm not going to do this to people. Like, so I always think of the most random yeah, shit. Yeah. But one day my dad looked at me and goes, bro, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. So why are you giving so much? And one time I was trying to like convince my dad that this person was a good person. And my dad just sat there and listened to me. And after I was done, he goes, bro, who are you trying to convince me of you? <laughs> <laughs> and I sat there and I go, bro, you're so Such fucking right. Question. Oh, man. I, uh. love when people, I love when people say that. Yeah. Your dad's so wise, dude. It's uh. so, and so I, I did it and like one month went by and it was hard as shit. The second month was easier. The third was like great. And then I was like eight months into it and I'm just crushing shit. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Where is this, where is this coming from? And I realized and this is a really important message. You're either hanging out with somebody that's bringing you to a higher level or you're hanging with an anchor that's bringing you down. You think you're hand-holding. You're really holding the wrist as you're walking up the mountain. It's yep. baggage, my friend. It's yeah, baggage. Yeah. And the moment you no shed one... it, you're going to be you're gonna be sprinting at a pace you've never experienced. Of course. Of course, dude. Like, let's put it... Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Me and you. A lot of people will say, like, well, you know... He's hanging out with Logan because there's a lot of influence, blah, blah, blah. They don't see that when you're writing something, I'm right there with you. I'm carrying a load that you want me to bring. When mm -hmm. it comes to a writing session, when it comes to a, a podcast, when it, Mike's uh, comedy, Mike's bringing value. People bring value. At the end of the day, when you go to the table, when it comes to something, you have to bring something Absolutely. to the table. Yeah. Every close relationship that I have is so symbiotic. Oh, yeah. It's mutually beneficial for both parties. Man, I'd love to be the guy that's just providing, providing, on. providing. But yeah. it's just, it's just not true. Like every, I give, and I receive, and that's just how it works. If if any relationship starts to become like abnormally one sided, and I'm and I'm like, oh, this is just a give, give, give relationship. I only have so much energy. <laughs> energy is finite. It's your currency. Don't waste it on bullshit. What, yep. My oh. After my dad said, who are you trying to convince? He said this to me and it hit so fucking hard. He goes, what did you come here for? I go, 
I can't. And he goes, I'm going to stop you right there. Everybody's the same way. And I go, what the fuck? I didn't even say anything. He goes, you came here for a purpose. So did they. So they're not going to let you get in the way of their dreams. Why the fuck are you letting them get in the way of your dreams? He goes, go, go, bro. Go get it. Help others. But help. When I came here, I had no money. My dad would deposit 200 bucks in my uh, account every week on Friday. It was Thursday. I had uh, $19 in my bank account. And I could have easily called my dad and just be like, Dad, I need more money. But I didn't because I'm a fucking prideful piece of shit. And he always yelled at me for it too, so I didn't want to get yelled at. I'm walking a subway and uh, I'm checking out my sandwich. And the guy in front of me got like two sandwiches, a drink, and fries. And he tried to ring it up and his card got declined. You could obviously tell that this guy was uh, not as fortunate as where I was at in my life. And... I looked at him and he was really stressed because you could tell he just wanted food. And so I said, you know what? I'll take care of it. And I paid his meal knowing that I didn't have the rest for my meal. Oh, no. Now, I could easily call my dad. Obviously, everybody's going to say that in the comment section. But I didn't because I want to be my own man. And so that night I went to bed really hungry. And I started crying. Not because of me. Because it was the first time in my life where I went to bed starving. And I was like, man, I I don't want anybody to deal with this. I don't, I was hurting from being hungry and I've never had that. And so I started crying cause I was like, dude, there's people out there that, that have that yeah, every night, every night. Yeah. So I, I called my dad the next morning cause I, I needed, cause he was going to take his time with it. I was like, yo, I need the cash blah, blah, blah. And my dad said, I hope you learned your lesson. And I go, yeah, next time I'll call you. He goes, no, he goes, your lesson is you can never help anybody else until you're established. He's like, you got to have a solid ground. What kind of common sense is that? For you to help somebody else and hurt yourself in the process, he goes, just imagine if you get to your get to a level where you could help 10 of those people. Yeah. He goes, but you can never hurt yourself in the process of hurting no, somebody great, else, uh, helping a, somebody else. It's a great when, point. When the, when the airplane's going down, put your mask on first That's why. before you yeah, assist others. Right. <laughs> that's do, what we, they say. We say that in meetings often. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's so true. It's so true. And also, it's just... it's. There's, there's just so we talk about energy and giving away energy and, and taking care of yourself. A good friend of mine, a bit, a business partner, her husband recently got diagnosed with stage four cancer out of nowhere, out of nowhere. And, and this, and this honestly, and we've had people on the show who have talked about this before and you see it from time to time, you know, this person that's having this healthy life and all of a sudden they go to the doctor one day and it's not, you have a tumor in your spine or you have a a tumor in your brain that we're going to look at operating on you have cancer in your entire body it wasn't detected soon enough you have two months to live bro stefan arnio exactly we had him on this podcast exactly he passed from cancer exactly just like that we didn't find it soon enough we're really sorry now imagine walking out of that hospital knowing that you just dedicated three years five years to a pursuit that was not making you happy, that was not fulfilling you because you wanted to help another person or because you didn't want to let someone down or you were, or you were pursuing this, this, um, this job that the end goal was money, but it was leaving you unfulfilled or unsatisfied in your life and you felt like you weren't fulfilling your purpose and you walk out of the hospital with a diagnosis that you have a month left. And like those kind of stories, when people call me and they tell me that, like the father of my children has two months left and I'm spending my days right now with my girls trying to console them. 
it, it really grounds you back in what the fuck are you doing with your time here. It is so it is so finite and so limited and so fleeting. And every we talk about this a lot. Every day that goes by, you're just moving closer towards what is inevitable. And and honestly, like 2020 was a was a year of for me of of hard work of sometimes putting other people people first. But honestly, like 2021, like my goal is to make myself happy. Mm. I just want to be happy, and I want and I want me to be happy, the people around me to be happy, and that's that's it. That's got to be the goal. And it's just, it's just, you have to think about what you are doing with the time that you have here because it's, it's short. Tomorrow's not promised. Unless you live to 150, which is, uh, You're about you know, to. I'm, I'm, I'm planning. I met the guy. We're going to have him on this podcast. The guy who's going to make me live till 150. <laughs> he guaranteed me. It was a guarantee. <laughs> I bought two full sets of first edition so Pokemon cards right from him. He's, he's, a- he's coming on this podcast. His name's Teague. And uh, he's gonna talk about how he's gonna how he's gonna do that. There's ways, man. I'm, I'm gonna call biohackers. Yeah, I've, people. I brought him to you for a reason. I think I, I he's Probably about two full I first know. edition sets. I know. Michael. He's a smart. He's a smart kid. He's he's working on that. And he's working on. Is is there any a gray stamp Charizard in he, there, yep. Michael? He's learning. He's working on how to garner lithium from salt. From salt. The guy is. Uh, he's 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 a he's sharp, knowledgeable. Ne- I played golf with him. Negotiating yesterday. with him. Well, he was here for. a Five hours negotiating with this guy for Pokemon cards. Five hours, dude. You smoked him on. I gotta say, you smoked him on the. I mean, we, I got me him and good. Chase just I got, joked I got on the golf course good, all day yesterday. <laughs> I got, like, I got him good. You know why? We got to a point where uh, he had a lot less leverage than I did. I was in a point where I was. I really, truly did not give a fuck. Best, best negotiating position you could ever. Be I didn't in. care. There's nothing. I like shouldn't it. even have been buying those cards. It yep. was. It was my last like potential purchase and he just was at a number that was too high I, i'll tell you like where we started off i think he started off at 300k and i started at 100k Talk. <laughs> you said that's tough at one that's point you tough. said you said right now we're on I'm i go on i go Earth, he goes he goes, on Mars. he goes he said he said yeah I'm, I'm, I'm in a space i go you're into space right yeah he goes yeah i'm like okay uh do you know how long it takes to get to mars he's like yeah like eight and a half months i was like that's right about 333 days do you know why it takes that long He's like, it's pretty far. I go, it's far, right? So where we're sitting at this table in Encino <laughs> and Mars, you know how far that is. That's how far we are in this negotiation. There's no chance this gets done, my friend. Like, it's incredible. It's, it's incredible. And, you- and guess what? Guess what? Guess what? He agreed to do a Tesla giveaway yeah. as part of the So we're giving away two Teslas. Big Tesla as, uh, Christmas Tesla giveaway. Because of Pokemon cards, I love how manager. I love how manager Jeff just sits there like news to me. <laughs> I was I know I had no idea about any of this. Oh, dude! But it's, but it's also it's also a representative Logan of the uh, like you were at a hundred thousand, but he was at three hundred thousand. You got the deal done because of the like shifting scale of what influencer is worth. Like I know, like people I know. people are like, I think a Logan Paul post is worth. 150,000 and Logan's like I'm telling you it's worth 500,000 another brand's like man we give him 750 and everybody's just like who gives a fuck like yeah. just it, it's it's as much as influencer has grown over the past like decade to 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 a point where people understand CPMs and what the true value is of influencer it's still the wild west yeah. influencers are just saying yo you know what it's actually not a $10,000 post 
it's a hundred thousand dollar post and the brand's like oh shit i really want addison ray to do this post so i'm gonna give her 50 times what we originally bargained on pay bro mr beast gets super bowl numbers every video crazy damn near gets paid maybe a maybe a fifth of what super bowl commercials cost it's insane it's insane we're not there yet it's unfortunate we're gonna get to when we're adults well when i'm like a full adult yeah, like next 20 years. 40 years old type type thing. Yeah. I think I think influencers will be the next big superstar. Like superstars no, they on are the planet. Now. No, 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 no. I'm talking about, I'm talking about do, do, do you know, A-list, do, A-list. do you know uh, some of the social media stars in China, on China's uh, big social media platforms like Weibo? They're bigger than their their actors and and their singers Weibo, and musicians. But, but what's the one we always say is what's the metric? Because I feel like we're there right now. Who, who's bigger than Addison Ray? No, no. The metric is the fact that we aren't pay, getting paid what we're worth. Compensation. Yeah. 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 The market hasn't caught up to us. The, the, the market and I think... Uh, but it's growing quick, bro. It's fast. And, well, and it's also and it's also deeply rooted in the intelligence of the creator. So, like, well, you're right. There are some creators are out there that should have made $10 million based on their influence last year, and they made 100 because they came out with a fucking product that, that went absolutely mm. nuts. And so... It's still partially dependent. There's no SAG. There's no SAG after. There's no There's no uh, guidelines on how things work. And so, like, yo, if you put out the right clothing line, you might make $30 million next year mm-hmm. when you only should have made, you know, 500000 You see uh, You see Dobrik's businesses? Yeah. Which one? He's, he's got, got a couple. Bunch. He's always yeah. got a couple. I've been meaning to talk about this for a little bit. I have some thoughts. Go for it. Obviously, love David. You said yeah. it, you said it uh, best. Like, he's potentially one of the best... If not the best creator on the internet, yep, he's fantastic. But uh, yeah, he's got a couple of businesses coming out. He just uh, launched David's Perfume, uh, and then someone I saw on TikTok released trademarks that he's filed. I think oh for an app, he's got an app for an app out. called yeah. Dispo, yeah, short Dispo. for disposable because yep. he's into uh, he got disposable. A lot of money cameras. for that. He, they raised four million dollars. I think, I think uh, partially co-founded by Alexis Ohanian, who founded Reddit, um, and then also. Filed a trademark for Dobrik's Pizza Place. Saw that. Saw that as well. Ghost Dobrik's. Kitchen. Ghost Kitchen, right? We got predictions because I got some predictions and uh, my Quibi predictions were spot on. Never seen friends. you talk more like Donald Trump. Never spot seen. Spot on. Never, did you guys get that on your end? You saw that? I've never seen him. I before. told y'all. I said Quibi is not going to fucking work. It's going to fail. We didn't even. It's, bro, bro, they called bro. it a $1.75 billion experiment. Are you fucking Crazy, kidding me? Crazy. Greg Lindsay was. Nah, so while you think some of the, hold on one sec. You think some of that money got. So really quickly, uh, video, Netflix times YouTube, app Quibi. We've been talking about this for ages. Files to disband last week. One, it had $1.75 billion <laughs> of infused investor money. Uh, <sighs> do you think some of that money went back to the investors? One million percent, not all of it was used. It's raised. You can possibly come and draw from it. Mm. Jeff spend two billion dollars on what? Jeff um, actors actually. Jeff saying a lot of it went back, but no, 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 no. Way. You're <laughs> right. It doesn't make sense. What were you saying about you, Greg? Uh, so I was in a meeting. I was pitching some TV shows, and they were like, "Hey, side note, there's this. This is two years ago. They were like." We have this thing, blah, blah, blah. We're getting in works with them. Uh, we Do you want to pitch it to them? And I was like, what is this? And they're like, oh, it's <laughs> short form, but it's like shot this way. And I literally go, I'm going to stop you right there. Who the fuck's going to want to watch a movie this way for that long? 
I go, they're not. I'm like, I can't even get motherfuckers to watch my IG story for that long. Will you want that to happen? Something tells me the formatting was not the reason for the fail. Yeah. No, they, because they people jump are, the, yeah, like, this guy who did it. are consuming a lot of vertical video right now. The guy who invented it is killed it in the industry. Jeffrey Katzenberg, yeah. Killed Katzenberg. it. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a legend. This one was a miss. It, which is which is crazy. It's crazy. I mean, we met with him, dude. He's one of the wisest guys I've ever, ever had the pleasure of meeting with. Um, so... I, I don't know what happened here that he was this out of touch. If one conversation with me, one conversation with me, I swear to God, by the end of the hour, I would have had him second guessing his $1.7 billion experiment. One, bro. As dumb as I fucking look, I feel like I'm, I'm, I got sort of a semi-good finger on the pulse when it comes to social media platforms. Let's talk about David Dobrik's yeah. dispo. Yeah, yeah. I think I know what it is. I think it's like a wasn't it like his like his an Instagram right kind right of? A, a, like a raw type it, it provides the imagery of that of a disposable camera to to post like unfiltered raw that's what it is but it's on your but it's on your iPhone yeah they have they have apps that are like that that's why I think it's gonna it's I think, I think we're assuming that we don't know no he, so uh, well he has an Instagram sing, single single use camera on the App Store yeah uh, it's a it's a, ret- intro, retro, a camera. retro camera waiting periods to an instant gratification generation so yeah so basically it's a digital form you can't edit it you know what i think good fucking luck you're gonna need it like really you're gonna need it nobody wants to nobody color? wants to post raw photos on a nah, di- on a on nope. a real handheld tangible disposable camera it's cool you go to the store you develop it it's a process you get look behind us dude we got polaroids on the wall it's cool it's artsy but We're not a, uploading those but but uh but a platform based solely on that concept i'm telling you right now i bet all the money in the world it doesn't work granted i'm sure some fucking idiot is going to buy it after they acquire 1 to 2 million users for a multiple of well, hold on. how no. much it's worth, one, but like if one to two million users means it worked, that's a no, lot. no, 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 that's no, 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 no. Uh, users. users in what way? Every day, active users, <sighs> people who download. You, he'll get be, he'll get two million downloads, but what makes a successful app? No, but that's daily active users. That's what makes a that's what makes a billion dollar app. But mm. technically, based on the West Coast model, if you get a million downloads, you're you're ready for sale. There's a lot. That's, that's what I'm saying. Mean, there's that's a lot saying. of so so some someone could buy it. I could see I could see it being a a a, a good cash grab for it's, for everyone involved. But as as a as a staple social media platform, well, to I'm, your, I'm sorry. I love I love David. I love Alexis Ohaney. He was one of the first people I met when I got involved in social media game. It's just it this is not going to work. Uh, part of my ignorance. I don't know exactly what we're. Is this an app where it's like an Instagram and people are posting, it, or is it just like an app where you could take the picture? Why can't you just no, upload it and edit first, it? It's the first one you said. It's it's it's, it's an it's a whole different ball. It's like fuck. Didn't we already just go through this? Joseph? No, 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 no. No, he's, but he's got questions. If I, I don't just, know, then definitely people listening are not gonna know. I thought we just said all this. I thought this whole time it was an app that you could like, like you could take a picture and you could download it to your photos. I, I this is I, I don't I don't I don't know I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? Like just like a disposable app cam, like so you could just bro, take it. just bro, making a social media platform. So it is a platform. It, it's, it's a it's yes, a it's a miracle. It's, it's, it's a miracle. I had oh. someone tell me it would make Dobrik a billionaire. I well, like, said, well, like, well, listen, it it could. It could. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm not saying I'm not saying this. I'm not saying Dispo is going to. What I'm saying is this, and yes, and yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> yes it is so a platform. How we, we, as you can tell, we're not super versed on exactly how said platform works, but. The, the ability to turn an application idea from simply a concept through a couple rounds and into a billion dollar sale 
is not far is not super far fetched. It's it's really not, especially when you have the jet fuel that is one of the biggest creators in the world behind it. I I hear I hear I what did you say? Bro, he always plays devil's advocate. Not this time, Michael. Okay, no, 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 it's no. impossible. But let, me, but let me but let me hold on. But let me but let me finish. Let me let me finish. No, let me Would you say that TikTok is built off the backs of of successful TikTokers? No. Okay, okay, let me stop. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. TikTok is built off of the consumers. Okay, let me just the users. I, I, Everyone can make a TikTok. So I just, and through that, I've said it a thousand times. Through the massive user base, the layman, the creators arise. Right. Let me finish this point, and I and I I'm not disagreeing with you guys whole, wholeheartedly. All I'm saying is this: the, that that's on a billion <laughs> on the sale price. Okay, I got I, I hear you. I hear you. But what I'm saying is it's not completely out of the realm of possibility. Would you say that? Okay. The the difference between an app that fizzles out and doesn't work and an app that sells for a billion dollars is what's called a USP or a differentiating factor. All of the apps that have sold for that valuation or for that multiple on the revenue have had something substantial that differentiates and them I, from IP, everything IP. else. I, IP is, is what it encompasses, okay. yes, but it's just a differentiating sure. factor, a differentiator, USP. Exactly. All of them dramatically different from something else that the market already has. The reason that this, you know, may not be a billion dollar sale to your point is because at the end of the day, it seems to be a photo creation, curation and sharing application, which we already have in Instagram. And, and, and one of the toughest things to do is raise a billion dollars or, or sell for a billion dollars in an arena that you are directly competing against a fucking monster. A mon you you have David Dobrik, incredible creator, tons of followers. You are up against the Illuminati. You have taken on the new world order. Did you just switch the- sides? We were agreeing. No, 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 no. no. Just, on different, on different, oh, okay. different things. On different things. I'm not saying it's, it's I'm impossible. Just, I'm just saying it's tough. But all, like like you said, it depends. Like who's who who wants to use the product? Who wants to post a raw picture that you took on your iPhone? <laughs> David Dobrik's fans. Not fucking me. David Dobrik's N- fans. No, no, not me. <laughs> I still want to grab the disposable real life, go get it developed at the store, which he should develop a camera. I think he might have already done this. Uh, that is like a, a, a David camera that, that you don't have to go buy the Kodak. But also, the, the issue is this. Again, I, I love the kid. And... I even thought about texting him this, but it's not my fucking business. Well, he's going to hear it now. (laughs) It's not my business to tell him what his business is. It is my business to comment on business. Okay. Bingo. Well done. I don't know who advised him to do David's perfume. This is the one you wanted to talk about. I have no idea. Oh, you don't think it's good? I'm not. I don't know about the product, but I mean, Georgie, who's... Who bu- who's buying David's perfume? Well, it's not a it's a cologne. It's a cologne, but it's they just cologne? yeah. So I just learned so about so that's what I'm saying. So is is it for male or female or both? Both unisex. Oh, that's a, a unisex oh, scent. A unisex okay, so 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 okay. It's hard. What is the metric for success on this? Is it is it gross revenue? Do you think he made a million dollars selling perfume, and is that a success? Female audience, yeah. I just don't, I just think uh, when you have a creator, an amplifier, a needle, Steph, please. When you have a creator, an amplifier, a needle mover like David, everything he touches should turn to gold 10 times over and back again. 
if pointed in the right direction, this kid could make this kid could make waves beyond waves beyond waves on the biggest scale that any influencer has ever seen. But I'm sorry, a perfume line just doesn't it doesn't do it for me. It doesn't make sense. I don't really understand the thought that went behind it, especially because I think I saw him promote it maybe once or twice and and that's it so is it is it a one and done again quick cash grab which 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 dispo might be as well you get your users you sell immediately and then someone's stuck with it with a, an app with two million inactive users sure. hold on hold on i'm i have to tap out on on that in the pizza because i refuse to i refuse cool. i refuse to talk about shit that i'm this absolutely just obliteratingly not like sure of like I, I don't know what he's I don't even know what he's fucking selling on the perfume side I, back to back to the dispo thing I want to read these to correct some of the stuff we've already said so the art of dispo is that they you take a photo and you have to wait until the next day to see it the photo actually has to develop in the app similarly to a develop a, a disposable camera so what they're doing here is their US P or differentiating factor that they're depending on to separate them from their competitors is delayed gratification in a time when people will not wait for seconds. People will not wait for seconds for fucking anything right now. In 2020 and 2021, now, now, what they're betting on is David's ability to shift the culture now. Now he's not just putting out a product for consumption. He's trying to shift the mindset of Generation Z to wait for what they want. If he was, that is, if he was that posting, is a tough fucking sell. If he was posting as regularly as he was and his machine was on, as we call it, my mind might be different. My mind might be made up and, and sway the opposite direction. But as you and I know, influencer is not timeless. It influencers not timeless, especially when it comes moving from A to B. Has COVID has COVID uh, infected David's clout levels? No, absolutely not. Do you just posted a video on a second channel and fucking crush it? And it was a brand deal. Same thing as Logan has said. That was a question, by the way. That was not a statement. As long as your con- as long as your content's good, so so yes and no. I mean, bro, influencer is all about up and up and ups and downs. I think he um, got into a level where he could walk away for a bit. Of course, and come, like of you course. have gotten to that level. Here's an, uh, not moving on, staying on David's pizza thing. I don't know anything about that. I'd want I'd one more on Dispo and then I'm done for good. I oh, want to okay, say no it's worries, already no it's already been downloaded. They didn't give an exact number. This article is from October eighth, earlier this month. It's already been donated, uh, downloaded millions of times. I told you he'll get two million downloads. And so, and so, it, I mean, if he could get them to use the app, <laughs> you got your. We may this may not be as easy as the Quibi, Quibi conversation. A billion dollars. Listen, a, I, listen. I, I, a I just like the I, I like the idea of taking a stance, and, and I, I said my stance. I'm with, you know what I'm saying? With, I'm with you, but I, you're you're absolutely right. Listen, the first offer for fucking Snapchat was a billion dollars, and that's what. And listen, that's what Bro, everybody snapped. Snapchat. <laughs> it was the biggest app on the planet at the time. Everyone used Snapchat never, when they got their billion never, dollar never, offer. Never sold. Can you can you imagine not? Taking smart, that deal. Smart, How old was smart. uh? What's his name? He was, tw- he was twenty. He was, no, I know the IPO. Yeah, he was, said, I think but he was twenty-four. Never... He told my Mark no, Zuckerberg no to three, bi- three, four billion dollars. Oh, the second, the yeah. second offer. Yeah. What are you gonna say about the pizza, Jeff? Uh, uh, George. Uh, I think David has his own um, style and taste. So people have mentioned this many, many times online. Like, oh, this is David's version. This is David. Blah blah blah. I don't know about the perfume, and I don't know about this app. 
But I know, I don't know anything about what you just said about the pizza, but when you said pizza and I imagined he's opening up a chain of like a like a pizza restaurant or maybe like a, like those frozen pizza things, Mm-mm. I would go out and fucking taste his pizza. I would want to sure, know sure, what sure. this is. And if it was good, I think that's where he's going to be sitting on a bag. I think it might be it might be D to C pizza. No, that's that's what that's pizza. what I'm getting at. And so once again, I'll go back direct to the consumer computer, frozen but. pizza. You so so you go on you go on uh, Postmates, 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 o- o- or or the Dispo or, app to <laughs> order. Imagine he started rolling them together. Also, what the fuck do I know, dude? The kid just bought a ten million dollar house. He's clearly doing well. This is, uh, listen, you don't this need is my all, you don't need my advice. It's all this is all conversational. This is all conversational. We can we can we can take it. Bro, listen. Let me ask you a question. No. <laughs> is that your answer? No, no. Let me ask you a question. Just just to solidify this so everyone understands our intent. Do you want David Dobrik to sell Dispo for a billion dollars? Yes. Absolutely yes. I do. Yes. I want him to sell it for two billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. We are simply having a conversation here about these things. And 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 I, I wish this since this one is business related, I wish I'd been able to do a little more research. I didn't know this was about to come up, but um U.S. trademark, uh, Dobrik's Pizza in three different categories, restaurant services, frozen pizza, and clothing. Uh, DD IP, IP Holdings as the filing company. I'm trying to find some stuff. A- a- anyways, my guess is we just saw this happen with Tyga Bites. What? Using Tyga Bites. So Tyga put oh, out yeah, we've his seen nuggets. It before. And yeah. we just saw it also with our friend Father Kells, who who put out, who now is Father's Foods. Tyga Bites. bites. Yep. They're from the rapper. Chi- yep. They're chicken nuggets. <laughs> what if it's too hot? He's like, ah. and, 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 and marshmallow. <laughs> marshmallow did a. Di- that's different. So, so the the three the reason these three are similar is because they utilize what are called ghost kitchens uh. in certain cities. And mm-hmm. so, you, if you order Tyga bites through Postmates, there's a kitchen that is not branded. They make Tyga bites. They make David's pizza. They make all these different things, and the food simply comes from there. There's to, no brick and mortar to... infrastructure needed. It, it may be. You got to taste be. this pizza. It may be. Because the be. Wahlburgers did this with Wahlburgers. Like with the right partners, you know. Marshmallows. Shit, shit, shit. I, You know, I don't know. I don't know. Pro- it's a lot of pizza places, a lot of pizza places in the places. world. It's tricky. It's tricky when you're going up against the, it's tricky when you're going up against the biggest, the biggest retailers in social media platforms ever. That's, that is hard. It's, I think it's much easier to fulfill a need that hasn't been fulfilled yet. I, I don't know what it is. No, it's not. No, it's not. Cause that's the multi-billion dollar thing. But if, if you can figure that out, bingo, I don't know what it is. And I, I kind of want to say this on record so that way I can look back at it. Uh, but I have a, the biggest feeling that this pizza thing is going to be ginormous. I don't know what it is. I have no idea why. I feel like this pizza thing Holy is- shit. Look, 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 Caleb, Caleb, look, look what's coming in. Holy no, no fucking way. Oh my God. Is that a giant mouth? Oh my God. Y'all know who David Cho is? We'll wrap up the podcast here. Potentially the coolest dude on the planet. I uh, was turned on to him from a, a Joe Rogan podcast. Hey, hey, Mil, can you get Kev to film? I was turned on to, to to a Joe Rogan podcast, and I DM'd him, and I was just like, "Yo, you like, who are you? Like, I love you, whatever." And then we kind of just like stayed in touch here and there. He's the guy who, instead of uh, getting paid sixty thousand dollars for painting a mural, he's that guy yes, on Facebook. Fa- uh, yes, he took the stocks and made one hundred and fifty million dollars for his painting. Kevin, can you shoot this, bro? We've been just texting back and forth, and he's like, "Yo, this Pokemon stuff's crazy." And I said, "I said, uh, yeah, like I'm trying to find a, a geneticist <laughs> to turn me into a real life Charizard." He goes, "I got one for you. 
I know a costume designer who's going to build you a Charizard costume. What are your dimensions? <laughs> and I was like, what? And I think I just saw this thing roll up. Bro. And it is, is Captain, it's big, right? I didn't realize it was going to be this big. He told me he was going to put a flamethrower in the tail, but he didn't have enough time. You, you, I feel like you're blue balling the entire audience with that shit way of telling that story. Can you can you summarize it one more time? David Cho. He's no, a no, professional no, just, artist. Sorry, just world the, traveling. Just the Facebook part. Oh. Okay. So he went up to Facebook and uh, for Facebook hired him to uh, paint a big mural on the early, I think it was the, one of the first Facebook HQ yeah. buildings. And... Um, was it um was it was it who who offered him I thought it was directly from Mark Jeff No, no it wasn't I wasn't was, I thought oh, it was, was one of the other guys. Who's the who's the uh who's the music guy Oh Sean Parker Sean Parker I think Sean Parker was like hey you know your fee 60k or you can take stock options David Cho took stock options He made 150 million dollars cuz are you kidding me <gasps> Oh my god No Fucking way, dude! He really made a Charizard costume. Is he here? Is he here? Or is someone from his team here? Oh my god, bro, that's insane! Wait, I didn't know y'all were gonna go this hard. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's take it out. Just be careful. Careful. If Maybe it breaks, scissors. I'll cry. Wait, Danny, are there scissors right there? Dude, look at the head! Look at the head! That's incredible. That's incredible. Yo, this guy's a this guy's a god. Is that a P, is that a PSA? 10? That's a PSA ten first edition Charizard. This is this is actually actually insane. Is this your favorite Pokemon? Now he is. Would you, would you consider getting into it right now? I'm, no, no, no. We gotta, we gotta save, save that content for the Maverick Club. Let's go. <laughs> Wow. All right, all right, all right. guys, wow. we're, we're signing off. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impulsive. Hit that subscribe button. We freaking love you guys. Uh, we will see you Thursday for another guest-based podcast. Again, just thanks for listening to us. We had some hot takes this episode. Let us know what you thought in the comments. Please make it constructive criticism, and let's uh, continue the conversation. It, it it's, been been good. it's been good. It's been good, especially on the Joe Coy episode. We saw you guys enjoyed that. All right, take it easy. Bye.